Once you really begin to change your focus to the God mirrors, yeah, then it frees you up to take care of your temple. Yeah. Because now you're not focused on the world mirrors yes. of the scale and, and, and the grind. You're focused on, okay, God, what do I need to do? Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. This is your daughter, sister, friend, Janae Simone. And this is your mama, sister, friend, Mama Jo. And we are Unveiled Soul Food, the podcast. And we are back again. Yes, another exciting episode. What is this? I think this is episode eight now. Wow. You know, um, eight means new beginnings. Amen. And new beginnings is just what we all need. Yes. So maybe this episode will help you to begin a new beginning. We're speaking it, declaring it. All right. But Ma, one thing about this journey that really has solidified in my mind just why we need faith for this whole thing is more than ever I've realized just how much my eyes lie to me. Mm. Like when I look at my physical being, my physical body, my eyes will lie to me. Yeah. Day to day. Day to day. Minute to minute. (laughs) Because my body has been transforming over a certain amount of time. And I can tell you now, there's been different seasons where my eyes have seen different things. And it wasn't in alignment with how I actually looked. (laughs) Because, like, I've been going back in my phone and looking at old pictures of myself. And that's the one thing I do encourage people to do. When you start the journey, do take some pictures because you forget where you came from. (laughs) Physically, you forget where you came from. But I was looking at old pictures and I remember I took a whole bunch of pictures that first month, that first time around I did Whole30, and I was feeling myself. I was like, okay, girl, you look, you looking good. You, I, I, In my mind, I had already dropped 40 pounds when I probably only dropped maybe eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really feeling myself thinking like, oh, this is it. I'm going to live here. But God has something else in store because it was definitely, God was telling me, no, seek first the kingdom. Amen. In my righteousness. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to harp on the weight loss part, but when you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all other things Mm -hmm. are added onto you, Right, right? Right, right. And so weight loss was an added part to the journey. Yeah. Along with all other things, you mm-hmm, know, the mm-hmm. the increase of energy, the increase of brain focus, um, no more diarrhea, constipation, headaches, uh, nausea, no more symptoms. Those were the, all things, all things, right? 
But the Lord had to help me with what my eyes were seeing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know the Lord had to help me greatly with what um, my eyes were seeing because um, my perception of what I was seeing, I'm sure, was not what, uh, what other people were seeing. And um, with me, one of the greatest difficulties was as my body started to transform, I couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see it. I would look in the mirror and I looked the way I looked, you know, 40, 50 pounds um, heavier. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't see it. And and, and, um, I would look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, man, I need to throw in the towel because the enemy kept having me to focus on. Mm-hmm. The unpleasant parts, because you know, at this stage of my of the game, I'm not looking to have the perfect body. Yeah, but the enemy will have you focus on those imperfections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of looking at the glory of of how he's transforming you. And so, for myself, I had to get myself out of the way. Yeah. And my um, view of the way I look is still skewed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I, and it's a constant uh, battle for me because one minute I can look in the mirror and say, oh, girl, you know, you, you're looking good. And then someone can say something to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. that may trigger me. Mm-hmm. They might say. Or someone cannot say something. Or, or not say something. <laughs> exactly true. Like not acknowledge. Yeah, right. Like when I, you know, when I think I'm, I look really well and no one acknowledges it, then I'll say, well, maybe I don't look as good as I think I look. So I'm looking for. Um, or when someone is uh, gushing over the person that lost 10 pounds and you like, hey. Right, I'm over here. Don't you see I lost like 40 yeah. pounds? Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't you see Don't how you hard? see me? Yeah. But God had to deal with that all in me. Mm-hmm. That, that, that spirit of vanity. Yeah. And a lot of times we think of vanity as just someone who's so into themselves. Right. Like so into their looks and so right. into their appearance. <clears throat> and we put that on a pedestal as vanity but we don't look at the uh, the opposite spectrum of it right as someone who is dissatisfied right with their looks mm-hmm. someone who is finding all the flaws right. that's also vanity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think sometimes we in the church we look at the flashy people like they're vain right but here we are in our minds and in our hearts dissatisfied with the way that we look and the way that we're shaped and mm-hmm. oh my skin don't glow the way that it should glow mm-hmm. and my hair ain't as long as I want it to be but that's vanity too yeah it is that's it is. that's the worst kind of vanity yeah yeah because now you you hate yourself right mm-hmm. yeah you just dislike yourself yeah and you dislike your body right exactly so we battle this this sense of body dysmorphia. Right, right. And I mean, you know, when I look um, at the movies or on television, and when they show me what a woman my age should look like, I said, um, I'm not matching up to that, <laughs> you know? 
and not taking into consideration that it's all a lie anyway, and or people have had all kinds of um, surgeries and things like that. But it just it, it the world gets you so focused on your outward self, mm-hmm. and it's just it's like God is saying, "No, no, I want you to look a little deeper." Yeah, I want you to look. I want you to look a little deeper mm-hmm. because you are going to change. Yeah, you are. As long as there's life and breath in your body, every day you are getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the Holy Spirit saying to me, "I don't want you to focus on on curves or mm-hmm. tight skin or beautifully long, long hair, full of, not even long hair, full head of hair. Because <laughs> as you get older, you know, sometimes the hair begins to thin. But it's like the Lord says, I want you to look deep. I want you to look at taking care of your temple. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, it was weird in the beginning. I thought I was looking smaller than what I actually was looking. Mm-hmm. But then I get to this part of my journey and I still feel like that big girl. Yeah, exactly. And but I look back at pictures and I'm like, whoa, I was a lot bigger than I thought I was. Right, right. But I look at myself now and I see myself. I'm I'm trying to it's like my mind is trying to catch up with the image of myself now. Mm-hmm. But I believe that's why, like how you're saying is so important for your focal point to be Jesus. Right. That's why I said seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and your righteousness. Because when you read that whole chapter mm-hmm. in Matthew 6, mm-hmm. it's talking about not worrying. Right. And right. we so- worry so much about our appearance. Exactly. And we worry so much about how other people perceive exactly. us and how we look. And God's like, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You don't have to do that. Right. You don't have to worry about them. You don't even have to worry about what you're doing. Right. And you're trusting in what other people are saying yeah. about you, mm-hmm. which is really crazy mm-hmm. because you don't know what kind of mood they're in. Right. Because they when, could be in destructive mode. Yeah. Or it's something in them and it's something right. about the way that they see themselves exactly. that makes it hard mm-hmm. for them to see you in a different way. Exactly. People exactly. can only see to the scope of what they can see in themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard when we, we are craving and desiring that adoration from other people mm-hmm. and we don't get it. Right. But that's why we have the truth right of god's word exactly when i was growing up my parents were never the parents that would say oh you're so beautiful mm. like they they never um stroked us in that way mm-hmm. because they felt that it would make us prideful mhm but actually what it did was for me, I could only speak for myself, it made me insecure because if my parents didn't even see me as beautiful, then I just, well, you know, I guess no so I guess no one sees me as beautiful. Or people may some people may, but some people won't. So mm-hmm. it had that already in my mindset mm-hmm. that um there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. Those are that's one of the areas God had to bring healing to me. 
Yeah. You know, you know, there was a lady that I knew, um, an elderly lady, and she told me, she said, you know, I never told my daughter she was beautiful because I didn't want her to think that she should think that's going to make her successful. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to be educated. And, you know, I wanted her to not look at herself that way. And I told her, and I shared her my testimony. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, my parents never told me either. And you know what it did? It made me very insecure. Mm-hmm. And the lady and this lady, I'm telling you, like, at this, she's like in her 90s. She called her daughter up on the phone. Mm-hmm. And she told her daughter, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. You are beautiful. Mm-hmm. She called me up. She said her and her daughter was crying. She said, because when you shared with me how it affected you, then it made me realize how I must have affected my daughter. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I was just so grateful. She said her daughter was crying because at this point her daughter is 60 years old. Mm. And she finally got to hear from her mother. Mm that she's beautiful. And what's so sad is we don't give women of God the permission Mm -hmm. to be beautiful. Exactly. It's not a vanity thing. No. Being beautiful, we are beautiful Mm -hmm. because we are made in the image of God. Right. And we can acknowledge the beauty that we see in women, because exactly. all, all of God's creation is beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. And so when we deny a person just even affirming the beauty that God has given exactly. them, it does something because you walk around thinking you're less than what God created you to be. Exactly. God created you to be beautiful. Exactly. He created us. Yeah. He created us, so we're beautiful because we're made in his image. Mm -hmm. But when God made us, he said, what? We are very good. Mm -hmm. So I know God created us to be beautiful, to be beautiful people. Exactly right. When when Adam saw Eve, Mm -hmm. he said, whoa, man. Uh (laughs) Whoa. 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 (laughs) I'm surprised there aren't more O's up in woman. uh, (laughs) I know when he saw that girl, he said, okay. Because you know she was perfect because she had no sin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So she was was like everything that we can't even imagine. She probably was glistening. She was just shining. (laughs) She was just like, you know. Curved out. Curved out, firmed up. Because, you know, the Lord formed her. He formed her. She was the first formed woman. So she was, whoa, man. Right. And But we don't, it's like we have distorted the word yes to make it seem like we can't talk about beauty in the church exactly and 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 also the other thing is that instead of trying to put beauty in a box Mm -hmm. we have to learn to embrace individual beauty Mm -hmm. because no one is like anybody else we're all so uniquely Created by God. He intentionally did that. And there is a godly beauty. Yes, there is. That when you have Jesus in your life. Right. 
when you are producing the fruit of the spirit, yes, there is a God glow. Yes, there is that comes upon you mm-hmm. from the inside out. Right, that you radiate exactly, exactly the beauty of God. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a whole different. That's a whole nother set of attraction. I know this. This might be a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because we could go on and on about just how God transforms you into beauty. When the word says he'll exchange beauty for ashes. Right, right. That's the truth. Some people be looking ashed out before Jesus. Uh Uh-huh. Right, right. (laughs) And then you get with God and he makes you beautiful. Oh, yes. So if God can literally physically Mm -hmm. transform Mm -hmm. you into someone who's radiantly beautiful, right? then that in itself show yeah. God cares about yeah. your beauty. It, there's a thin line between vanity and beauty. Yes, there is. But godly beauty mm-hmm. is a, a pure beauty. Right. Amen. And you know, it's just so important that I think in the church, we got to stop downplaying beauty. Mm-hmm. We, but we have to showcase Godly beauty. Yeah. You know, there's a difference. There's a difference between worldly beauty and godly beauty. Mm-hmm. And we have to start to showcase godly beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what, do, what do I mean by that? Accepting the beautiful person that God made you mm-hmm. and taking care of that. Mm-hmm. Not trying to remold yourself into what the world says beautiful is. Right. But but saying, God, this is how you made me. So Lord, you said that I'm beautiful. And be honest, Lord, I don't see myself as beautiful. I don't see myself as fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. God, transform my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, transform my mind, God. I don't, I don't, I, I'm I'm trying to look like the world and it ain't working for me. Right, because just as much as we struggle with just how we perceive ourselves in our body, you know, when God starts to transform our body, we also struggle with our identity. Right, right. We struggle when God begins to reveal to us the truth of our identity in Christ. Right, And I don't know about anybody else, but that is some of the hardest truth to embrace, to truly embrace. Mm -hmm. You may have the scripture memorized. You may have the the plaque on your wall. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It might be in every room, but truly embracing that is my identity Mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. You feel like an imposter sometimes. That's right. That's right. You feel like there is an imposter syndrome and this right now, like, oh, y'all, we in in. But (laughs) if you didn't know, this episode is called Fun Mirrors and Identity Dysmorphia Mm -mm. because these mirrors out here be playing tricks on us. (laughs) Right. But it also just reminds me of this scripture that is in James. It's in James chapter one, verse 25. And honestly, God 
never showed it like this to me until right before we started recording this podcast. But I was like, wow, that's deep, Lord. Um, But it's James 1. I'm reading the New Living Translation, uh, 23 through 25. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Mm-hmm. And I used to read this scripture and say, well, how can you look in a mirror and forget what you look like? But in this journey, mm-hmm. Where my body is physically transforming, I can look in the mirror and forget what I look like. Mm-hmm. I can forget everything that God has done and helped me with in this process to get to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I could dwell on flaws that I have, or I could dwell on the way I used to look, and my mindset can still be in that old body mm-hmm. and not in this new one and so i do forget what my face looks like that's right but that's I, right i also tend to forget my identity in christ right and so you have to constantly like talk to yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you have to constantly because like you said i know that um i forget what i look like mm probably purposeful sometimes (laughs) you know but you know but God wants me to embrace all of it yeah you know he wants me to remember really remember what I look like yeah but when I say what I look like he wants me to look deeper Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he wants me to look deeper he wants me to really look at who he's calling me out to be yeah the new thing that he's doing in my life, the new visions and dreams that he's doing in me. He don't want me to get stuck on a shell that's changing. Mm-hmm. Because your purpose is always going to be in alignment with your new identity. Right. And the only way we discover that new identity is through the word of God. And that's why when it says, for if you listen to the word, Mm -hmm. the word tells us that we are chosen. Yes. The word tells us that we have been predestined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The word tells us that we are uh, the head and not the tail. Mm -hmm. We are above and not beneath. Mm -hmm. The word tells us that we are a holy nation and a royal priesthood Priesthood. the word tells us all these things about who we are and our identity and yet we we hear it and then we walk away from it and we act like that's not it right we act less than our identity exactly exactly and you said at the beginning Mm -hmm. about faith yeah So this is where faith has to kick in. You have to say, Lord, help me. Mm -hmm. Help me in my unbelief about where I'm at. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. You have to ask him. Mm-hmm. Because remember, we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity, and God is doing a new thing in our life. Yeah. So we all got this negative stuff going on because it's the world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. But God came to set us free. Mm-hmm. So we accept what we where we at and we take it to Jesus and we say, Lord, help me. Help me to see myself the way that you see me. Mm-hmm. Help me to see where you're taking me to, where you're bringing me from, where you take, because God is transforming and conforming us. Mm-hmm. So we have to ask him though, to help us to see what he's doing beyond the surface. Right. And that's why you can look in a mirror and walk away and forget what you look like. Because your physical eyes will lie to you. Yep. And your soul eyes will lie to you. That's right. That's exactly right. Your emotions will lie to you because you don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. feel like you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. You don't feel worthy. That's right. You don't feel chosen. Right. You don't feel redeemed. Exactly. And then you start looking at other people. Oh, well, they they look so good to me. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. they look so good. I don't look like that. What's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. That's when the enemy starts to work on your mind. And then you have to remind yourself, take captive the thoughts of your mind. Yeah. Because that's what the word of God tells us. For myself, I have to say, Lord, help me. Because I use that a lot. Help me, Lord. Help me to see myself the way that you see me. Help me to see that person, that other person is beautiful. Yeah. And being okay with it. Not that not that it makes me feel less than, but it makes me feel appreciative of the way and I'm talking about the way that God is moving in people's lives. Because I honestly, when I see women transforming mm-hmm. and really growing in God, they start looking beautiful to me. Wait, but let's not forget to talk about that ugly part of transformation that happens before the pretty part. Well, that's true because there's a whole lot of ugly. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole lot of ugly. Yeah, there's a whole lot of ugly. Physical ugly. Yes. And also uh, spiritual ugliness. Right. God, he takes us. We're saved now, mm-hmm. but there's a whole ugly and messy part mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that happens in between times where God is stripping things. Right. And so you may be feeling crazy. You may be acting crazy. Mm-hmm. And even the grace for people's ugly transformations. Right. Because I can't sit here and act like my whole transformation was pretty and cute. No, tell the truth. There was some ugly parts. There mm-hmm. was some broken parts. Yeah, a whole lot of pieces. Right? Mm-hmm. And there was some tantrum parts. Yeah, oh, please. Where I didn't want to give up certain things. Right, a whole lot of kicking and screaming. <laughs> but, you know, like you talked about something that you touched on. And the Lord was really showing me that... The spirit of comparison mm. and the spirit of criticism. Yes, yes. Will help to shape that dysmorphia. Yes, 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 yes. Talk about it. Because I, I feel like they're evil twin cousins. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. You know, they the same family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because comparison will have you measuring yourself up to somebody right. that you ain't have no business measuring yourself exactly, up to. Exactly, exactly. Because God didn't call us for that. 
That's right. He called us to unity, not comparison. That's right. Come on now. But then we turn around and we criticize the other person. Right. And that's something that God dealt with me real quick, Mm -hmm. especially on this journey, because it was so easy for me to point out somebody else's flaws. Right. To point out the little speck in their eye Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. looking at the log in my eye. Right. But what happened was, and this is the Lord told me, that's why don't talk about nobody. Mm -hmm. Don't talk about my children. Mm -hmm. Because... It it was allowing a spirit of criticism to come into me. Mm-hmm. To I wasn't just criticizing other people. Right. But I was criticizing myself. Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. Harder than I was even criticizing other people. And That's I'm like, right. where is this voice coming from where I just look down at myself exactly. like this? Exactly. Like, right. Where's this coming where's from? Where's it coming from? Mm-hmm. It's like, look at who you've been talking about. Right. Mm. So... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. what the lord say shut your mouth shut your mouth shut your mouth mm. <laughs> and watch how you talk about other people right my and, children yeah watch how you talk about my children or just people in yeah, general yeah, yeah yeah um well he created us he all. created us all right right and that's when i said oh, okay i'm gonna start giving compliments to people mm-hmm. because i had to change my language exactly i had to change my output Right. To you, receive a different input. Exactly. Because it's, uh, because me too, I had to realize it was okay to tell them, why wow, you really look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow, that really looks nice on you. Oh, you know, like to give those compliments. Because I wasn't giving compliments because I felt so bad about my own self mm-hmm. that I felt like if I gave a compliment, mm-hmm. it even made me look worse than I thought I looked. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of twisted, would you say? It is twist. That's them fun mirrors. Yeah, the fun mirrors, (laughs) man. They were all around me. You know, or if a woman was really beautiful, I felt like, well, she got enough compliments already. Mm. So let me tell somebody else that's not as beautiful how beautiful they are. I just got to touch on this. This can honestly probably be a whole nother podcast episode. But ladies... We have to stop withholding compliments from each other. That's right. There's been far too many times where I may walk past people and I heard them give me a compliment, but they never said it to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes. I heard yes. them say, oh, I like her outfit or you're she deep, looks cute or whatever, but they never said it to me. They just let me walk past her. Right. And... That's a spirit. One, let me address that. Mm-hmm. But also, giving a compliment is still a form of giving. Right. If you don't feel like you have any money to give people or you don't have time to give people, you could give people a smile and you could give somebody a compliment. That's right. Because you don't know how much somebody needed a compliment that day. Exactly. You don't know how someone's been struggling with the way that they look. You don't know if their husband might not even tell them that they're beautiful. That's right. That's right. And you go and you tell them that they're beautiful that day. You don't know how that can affect or change their day. Exactly. They could be on their way to a job interview mm-hmm. and they're feeling uh vulnerable yeah and you say wow you look you look so beautiful yeah and it may give them that little boost that they needed to go in there and walk mm-hmm. in a way that was worthy of this new position and like you said sometimes we see 
gorgeous, beautiful women. Uh-huh. And we think, oh, they must get compliments left and right. Uh-huh. And they maybe they get compliments from men, but they don't give compliments from other women. Exactly. So there's self That's a whole nother, a whole. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, but this could be, this, yeah. this, this, this gonna have to be another one, y'all. Exactly. But they don't get compliments from women. So their self-esteem is so low. Exactly. Don't withhold compliments. Yes, yes, yes. From people. You don't know how much of a gift, a mm-hmm. true gift that can be somebody right, right. for that day. Exactly. And and another thing is that when um, two women are standing together mm-hmm. and you walk up to this one and say, wow, you look so fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that red dress on you. And then the other lady standing there smiling and she's like, I must look like chopped liver. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to really be cognitive mm-hmm. of how we treat people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't compliment someone at the expense of someone else's pain. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to choose your moments. Yeah. You know, really, because I've had that happen. People like basically push me out of the way to tell someone else how gorgeous they look yeah. and just totally dis you know, we could be so dismissive. We could be so hard. Mm-hmm. We could be so cruel, but we are, 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 are God's children. Yeah. And as God's children, we have to really examine how we treat people mm-hmm. because it, it helps to mold how they feel about themselves. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be part of the destruction crew. It the mo- demolition crew. Right. It most how they feel about themselves, yeah. but it most how we feel about ourselves. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because when the word says, love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. The love you show someone else is a direct reflection of the love you show yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Lord is commanding us to do this mm-hmm. because God, of course, understands the correlation right, of right. it. And God doesn't desire mm-hmm. for us to have this identity dysmorphia or this body dysmorphia. That's right. Amen. Where we can't see mm-hmm. not only the physical work mm-hmm. that he's doing in us. Right. Because when we talk about transformation, I just got to tap into that word. Trans, when you think about transcendence, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That means penetrating every layer, every segment. Right. So why would we sit here and think that God will transform everything in our lives except for our bodies? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's tr- he transforms everything. A- amen. Amen. And But he's doing the deepest work on the inside of us. Amen. The Amen. outside is just a shell. Right. But the inside, God is transforming us. And when we accept and embrace mm-hmm. our identity, mm-hmm. because that's, again, what that word is saying. It says, listen to the word and to do the word. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Be the person that's fearfully and wonderfully made. Exactly. Be the person that's mm-hmm. more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Be the person that is the lender and not the borrower. Yeah, because yeah. that is your true identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it may feel uncomfortable at first. Y'all, yeah. this is me talking to myself. Yeah. And it may feel uncomfortable at mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. But guess what? 
is who you are meant to be. And the more you walk in it, the more you become it. Amen. The more you will see, oh, I am that person. Right. It won't feel foreign. It won't feel like you're looking in a fun mirror. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's going to feel this is natural. Right. Right. Why? Because it's the person you was created to be. To be. Exactly. exactly. Everything else is unnatural. Yeah. And that's why we experience the shame mm-hmm. and we experience the fear and we ex- experience the guilt and, mm-hmm. and everything else that comes right. along right. with right. it. Because it's not natural. Yeah. Yeah. Our image, our identity in Christ mm-hmm. is our natural state of being. Amen. 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 You know, it's, it's, that's, that's good. It's so good. And, you know, I feel like for myself, God is, um, as a mature woman, a motherly woman, mm-hmm. God is um, a seasoned woman. Mm-hmm. And I embrace it. I'm embracing season, y'all. <laughs> I call you my Cajun spice mommy. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't something I always embraced, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I felt that with that level of, Maturity that people might see, I felt that they were seeing an old lady. Yeah, can we can we talk a little bit about our our journey together? Just changing our language. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Because you see, my language was so hard on myself mm-hmm. so for so many decades. Mm. And um, here I have uh, my daughter. That's why I like being around women of all ages. And she would say, Ma, you got to stop talking so hard about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to show yourself some love. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, you know, she's right. Because I could, you know, like everything was negative. I'm too this, I'm too, nothing good. And, um, you know, and I, and I had to pray and ask the Lord to help me to change this about myself. And he began to to do it. He's doing it. Yeah. Even just in compliments. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It was even hard to accept a compliment because mm-hmm. I felt like people were lying to me anyway. You know? Yeah. I mean, it was that distorted. Yeah. And, um, you know, but... But, but it, me being your daughter, it always just hurt me that you saw yourself that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I see you as this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I've always seen you that way. Mm-hmm. And I know your friends have too. And I know people around you do too. And I knew it was the enemy trying to lie to you. Right. And it's like, mm-mm, I don't want you accepting that lie anymore because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not the truth. It's not how I see you. It's not how people see you. Right, right, right. And I, and I wanted to see you walk in that truth. Amen. Because Amen. I wanted to see you walk in that freedom. Right, right. Amen. Amen. And Amen. I'm just like so... It just makes me so happy when I see you walking in freedom. Amen. 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 Because I know I didn't always see you walking that way before. Amen. And, you know, and I'm so grateful because when I begin to um, accept who I am. Yeah. It made, it freed me up in the way that I express to other women mm-hmm. the beauty that I saw in them. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, uh, it was shame. Mm. You know, God had to take that shame off me. Shame of not feeling good enough or or, or, or whatever. Yeah. God had to lift that. And he began to lift it 
And as he healed me, began to heal me in that way, it made me free to express what I really saw in other women. Yeah. And other men too. Mm Mm-hmm. And that stripping brings about transparency. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel like that's what God is trying. No, I know he's not even trying. That is what he's doing. Yes. In this journey. Mm -hmm. I know we could make it just to be like, just to be about the health part. No, right. And the food part. And the diet part. And the weight loss part. Mm -hmm. But what God is trying to do is so deep Mm -hmm. because he is trying to bring us to that original state. Yes. In the garden. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. You know what you love to say, Ma. Uh Go ahead, say it. Who told you you was naked? Yes. Who told you that there was something wrong with you? Yes. Oh, Lordy. I tell you in Genesis um, chapter 3, if you want to read about it. Mm-hmm. It's in um, Genesis 3, verse 10 and 11. You know, when Adam and Eve, after they had fallen, after they had done what God told them not to do, mm-hmm. they became, immediately, they became naked and ashamed. Yep. And so they hid from God, and God is walking around calling them out. Mm-hmm. Adam, where are you? And Adam said, you know, I was hiding yep. because I was naked. Mm-hmm. I was ashamed. And God said, who told you that? Yeah. Because as soon as they disobeyed God, sin stepped in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're born through that same sin line. Yeah. Until we get delivered by our Savior, Jesus. This is why we mm-hmm. need Jesus. Mm-hmm. And who told you that you weren't beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who told you it was less than? Yeah, who told you there was something wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I made you, yep. God saying. And, and the thing is, God finds us in that hidden space. Yes. When we have that body dysmorphia. Yes, yes. When we have that identity dysmorphia. Right. It forces us into this place of hiding. Right. Because I want to, we have to bring this physical state of being and this spiritual state of being, state of being into one. Right. The way we battle with our physical state of being, Mm -hmm. because guess what? Sin was a direct attack on their physical state of being. Right. They looked at themselves. Right. And the way they looked became distorted. Exactly. Immediately. Immediately. And then they felt shame. Exactly. Because there's nothing changed about their body. Mm -hmm. They were still beautiful. Yeah. But now they're ashamed. Mm -hmm. They saw their nakedness. Mm -hmm. So this whole body crisis that we have going on. Yeah. Is a direct result of sin. Direct. Direct. And if we can just understand that. Mm Mm-hmm then it's going to bring healing yes. and it's going to make us recognize mm-hmm. why we need Jesus. Yes. And it recognizes, we see the real attack. Yes. We see the real spiritual warfare. Yes. We see this is why we need faith because God had to step in and say, who told you you was naked? Yeah. 
Who told you that? Who told you you was naked? Who told you that was something wrong, wrong with, with you. being naked? Exactly. Exactly. With being naked. Right. Because even if they did have flaws. Right. The, in God's eyes, there was nothing wrong there with was it. nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Even if there was a hair strand out of place or one breast was bigger than the other, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> or she has a couple of hairs on her chin. <laughs> Right, exactly. But he didn't see that. They were perfect in his sight. I saw perfection. He saw perfection. And he wants us to know he still sees perfection in us. But he wants us to see that perfection. Right. And we have to step out of the hidden place. Yes. This is why I love this scripture in 2 Corinthians 3. And it's uh, 17 and 18. It says, for the Lord is the spirit and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord in the Lord, who is the spirit makes us more and more like him Mm -hmm. as we are changed into his glorious image. Mm -hmm. And I was reading the New Living Translation, but in other translations, it says unveiled. Mm -hmm. And this is actually where the Lord gave me the name Unveiled Soul Food. Mm. Amen. Because I know God's heart is for us to unveil our souls to him so that he could feed us a new diet of who we truly are. Right, right. So that we could be transformed into his glorious image, glorious image at that, because God desires for us to experience freedom every single day, every single moment. This is not a journey of deprivation. Right, right, This right. is not a bum humbug journey where I said, oh, man, I got to uh, I gotta lose 20 pounds. It's going to be so hard. I'm not mm. going to enjoy anything. No. Right. When you're doing this with God, you are supposed to experience freedom. Right. You're supposed to. That is what will happen because the word cannot lie. Right. And, and you know what it is? <laughs> You know what else is a big lie? You think if if you're heavy, mm-hmm. well, if I get thin, I'll be beautiful. Mm. Or if you're too thin, well, if I gain some weight and get heavier in certain places, I'll be beautiful. Mm. But the truth is, is that that's not what's making you beautiful. Yeah. What's really making you beautiful in God's sight is when you take care of that temple, mm-hmm. you know, and you listen to him. Yeah. Because going back to the garden, he told Adam and Eve, you can eat from all the fruit, everything in this garden except this one thing, mm-hmm. this one tree. Stay away from that tree. And as long as they stayed obedient to them, their body was perfect. Yeah. So it's not, the perfection is, is not in the weight. Yeah. It's in the obedience. Mm, that's good. And when you're obedient to God, mm-hmm. he's going to show you what to put in your your temple, your yeah. body. Because, your Janae, your body and my body is two different bodies. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so what I need to put in my body and what you need to put in your body is two different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have to listen to the voice of God. Yes. It's not about me be you and I, at one point we were weighing our weights were pretty similar. I know that was crazy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't look the same. No, mm-mm. It did not look the same at all. And we couldn't we couldn't get caught up in that visual either. We exactly. couldn't get caught up in the scale visual. We couldn't. Because she was feeling like she was too heavy mm-hmm. and I was feeling like, well, why I don't why isn't my body looking like hers? Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that, well, I'm sixty seven years old. Yeah. And she's thirty one. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, we could not, as you say, get caught up in that visual. And that's not what God wanted us to get caught up in. Yeah. He wanted us to look to him and say, Okay, God, what do I need? Yeah. To to take care of my personal temple. Mm-hmm. And something that I really had to press into God for help with was when I did look at those old pictures mm-hmm. and I did see how much I weighed then and I saw the weight in my face and I saw the weight in my body because I really wasn't seeing it then. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't want to look at that girl and say she wasn't beautiful then. Right. That's right. Compared to who I am today. Right. I had to embrace that she was beautiful then. That's right. That's right. She was beautiful. Exactly. Because the Holy Spirit was still in me. Right. Then, right. Right. And he was still making me beautiful. Exactly. And I don't and I don't want anyone on this journey to feel like they have to like, oh yeah, I look so much better. No, you were beautiful then. You was right. You was exactly. always beautiful. Always beautiful. You know, um, I know a woman and she's, you know, um very heavy, you mm-hmm. know, has a lot of weight, a lot of health challenges. But she is the most one of the most beautiful, beautiful women, women that I've woman that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just and, and I told her, I said, I don't care if you lose a hundred pounds, you're not mm-hmm. gonna look any more beautiful. I said, what you might be is more healthier in mm-hmm. your body because you're not carrying them, you're not eating the things that you don't need to eat and you're not, you don't have all the health challenges that you don't have anymore. Right. You know, and you're not carrying around a person on your back. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, that's not going to change how you look because you are beautiful. Right. And, you know, we have to begin to accept ourselves just where we're at mm-hmm. because then that makes the journey easier mm-hmm. because you're not striving to look a certain way per se, but what you really are striving for is to be healthy and take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your soul, take care of your spirit, because it's Mm -hmm. all connected. And if we really just released it to God, yeah. if we stopped worrying about it, if we Mm -hmm. took our hands off of it, Mm And said, Lord, I'm just going to seek you. I'm Mm going to seek your kingdom. I'm going to seek your righteousness. Mm -hmm. Guess what? He does the glory glow up. Amen. Amen. He does the glory glow up. Amen. He does the transformation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All these things are added. The things that you were worried about, Uh the things that you were focused on, God adds. 
Right. He'll add in confidence. Yeah. Because it might not be that physical transformation, but he'll transform your mind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he'll transform your heart. Yes. To love the flaws in you. Yeah, right. To That's see right. the beauty in the flaws. Exactly. Exactly. And guess what? Sometimes God does do those mm-hmm. uh, physical transformations where you look at yourself and I say, okay, I didn't have that little curve there before. Uh-huh. You know, God will transform you a hundred percent completely. And that's what we need to have the faith for. Yeah. And that's why in Hebrews 11, it says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Mm-hmm. It is the evidence of yes. things we cannot see. Yeah. Yeah. It is the evidence mm-hmm. of things we cannot see. Mm-hmm. Do not let your eyes lie to you anymore. Amen. Amen. In this journey, do not let Mm -hmm. your eyes Mm -hmm. deceive you from seeing the evidence of what you can't see. Right. Because what we can't see, God sees. Exactly. And because he sees, he's telling us the truth. Right. Exactly. We talk about being overweight. But again, I also have to bring into this conversation Mm -hmm. being underweight Mm -hmm. because Underweight women who are really pushing themselves to like starve to death, they have that same body dysmorphia. Yeah. And when they look in the mirror, mm-hmm. they see their self huge. Yeah. They don't see that their body is wasting away. And that's the enemy lying to us. And that's us not recognizing that we're children of God. We're not taking captive this is happening in the church yeah people are underweight people are overweight yeah it's happening in the church but the same root yes is the identity dysmorphia exactly exactly we have to see ourselves right the way that god sees us yes and that may take you know i talk about um we are looking for affirmations from people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're trying to come up with our own affirmations. Right. When God affirms us through his word. Yeah. Yeah. And all we need to do is speak the scripture. Speak the word. Over our lives. Sometimes you got to speak scripture mm-hmm. every single day, morning and night, the same scripture that affirms your That's identity. Right. That's right. Until that seed is deposited into the soil of your heart. Yes. And no weeds can choke it out mm-hmm. and no birds can come up and try to pluck, pluck it from it you. Yep. You got to keep sowing that same exactly. seed exactly. until it takes root in your heart. Yeah. yeah. Because once it takes root in your heart, you will see fruit. Amen. Amen. You will see a return on that exactly. on that word. Exactly. You got to talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to talk to yourself and say, like me, Joan, you are God's daughter. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. are royalty. Mm-hmm. You're a royal priesthood, girl. Yeah. You know, so carry yourself that way because that's who you are. You know, when. And I'm changing you. God talks to me. Yeah. I'm changing you. Yeah. But don't focus on the change right now. Just focus on me. Mm-hmm. When we read that scripture, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. That is David mm-hmm. affirming the God that is in him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we affirm ourselves, we affirm the God 
Come on. That is on the inside yes, of us. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what we have to believe mm. that God is on the inside of us. Right. And it's a humbling. And we need to be humble. It's a humbling. Because when we get humble, who gets exalted? Mm-hmm. God gets exalted. Yes, yes. God is exalted. And that's why I'm convinced that this Christian identity is one of the hardest identities to embrace mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you can only embrace it with Holy Spirit. Only. Right. <laughs> you exactly. can only embrace it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any normal person outside of Christ is waking up and saying, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm a lender and not a borrower oh, and right, right. I'm a royal priesthood and yeah. I'm holy nation. I'm a king's kid right. and I'm, you know, like... I'm the head and not the tail. Right. Um, that's, that's some, those are some mighty and powerful words, Yeah. but it's because our father is a king. Right. And we are a cut above the rest. That's right. And we have to walk in that. That's why I say I'm preaching to myself, y'all, because even God calling me into a business, being an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. I've personally battled with so much imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother topic. (laughs) The imposter syndrome. And every day I have to rely on the word of God for my identity because I can't rely on the the lies that people Mm -hmm. try to feed me Mm -hmm. about you're not uh you're not ambitious enough right you're not smart enough you're Mm -hmm. not pretty enough and I have to trust in God's word Mm -hmm. and it's it's a daily surrender yes yes it's a daily fight Mm -hmm. To not succumb to the identity dysmorphia, and don't think it's going to go away. No, because <laughs> you always got you always got mirrors around. <laughs> you gotta stay looking in the mirror. Yeah, y'all. exactly. But not the fun mirrors. Yeah, the yeah. God mirrors. Yeah, yeah. You just have to shift your eyes to mm-hmm. to the God mirrors. Yes. Mm. Woo, y'all. That was that was deepity deep deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, once you really begin to um, change your focus to the God mirrors, yeah, then it frees you up to take care of your temple yeah. because now you're not focused on the world mirrors yes. uh, of the scale and, and, and the grind. You're focused on, okay, God, what do I need to do? Yeah. You know? I like that. God mirrors. Yeah. Get yeah. you a God a mirror. God mirror. Right. <laughs> and you know, and because God will tell you and he'll tell me two different things. Mm-hmm. God told me, Joan, I want you to stop walking four or five, four to five miles a day. And God told you, because you're much younger than me, Janae, and I want you to add kickboxing to that three times a week. Yeah. But you have to... Look into the God mirror yes. to get the God instruction exactly for your life and your body right, and your right, mind and right. your soul exactly because and you got to ask God because again the world will try and step in and tell you oh you need to start swimming but I can't swim <laughs> <laughs> unless God now God may tell you you need to start swimming and I want you to go here mm-hmm. and get instructions right. But you gotta you gotta communicate with God. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have women who actually they have rough schedules. They got 
babies to take care of. They got a job to go to, a husband, Mm -hmm. you know, and they said, but I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Go to God. Yeah. Yeah. We, that is the key. We have to go to God. We have to maintain our focus on the Lord and have faith. Well, all right, y'all. We hope that you have been blessed by this conversation. Uh, it was a blessing just to speak it out and to confess it, right? Yes, yes it was. Into yes, the atmosphere. Yeah. We hope that your souls have been fed. Yes. And you are feeling soul full. Right. And I just want to put it out there that if this is something that you struggle in, I am a faith-based holistic nutrition coach. And I help people to embrace the practical tools of walking this journey out of health and wellness, as well as the spiritual tools and the mind shifts that you need to have in order to see yourself the way God sees you. Amen. In order to walk out this journey in freedom. Amen. Amen. All right. But if you also enjoyed this episode and you know somebody else that really needs to hear this episode please like please subscribe to our podcast and please share share someone i know so many people that i'm gonna share this with that needs to hear this um because this is a a issue that i don't know not one person (laughs) doesn't struggle with hey it's from the beginning yes it's Mm. from the beginning Mm. okay so for anyone to say they're not struggling they're lying to themselves Mm. all right now well on that note mama joan just just hit us with the prayer (laughs) yes glory 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 hallelujah lord god i just bless you I bless you and I praise you, Lord, because you are changing us. You are transforming us, our minds, how we see ourselves, how we relate to others, Lord God. You're transforming us. You're freeing us up to be the children of God that you're calling us to be. Mm -hmm. Lord God, I just thank you, Lord. I just pray uh, an anointing on all the ears that are hearing this that they will get freed up and they will recognize that they are fearfully and wonderfully made by you. Yes, there needs to be some transformation because that's who we are. God is transforming us daily, constantly. Lord God, free us up to just come to you for that transformation. So Father God, I just thank you right now and I give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory in Jesus' holy and precious name. Amen. 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 As you was praying, the Holy Spirit said, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God has prepared for those who love him. That's including your body, y'all. Amen. All right. Amen. So we hope to see y'all same time. Wait, 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 hold on. I always mess up this part. Okay. (laughs) Same time next week. All right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>